الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دروسي بالله respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home we have been covering the history of masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the first extension of masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was during the lifetime of nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the year 7 hijri <coughs> Brothers will remember there was an there was empty land neighboring Masjid Nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam belonging to one Ansari sahabi it was Hazrat Uthman radiyallahu ta'ala anhu who paid for that land and gave that land as waqf to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and Abu sallallahu alaihi wasallam then included that area into the masjid that was the very first extension after the completion of masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam then we come to the khilafat of sayyidina hazrat abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala after the demise of huzur alayhi salatu wassalam hazrat abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala and had a grand responsibility on his shoulders just imagine for one minute my respected brothers hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam has passed away the love that the companions have for huzur alaihi salatu wassalam hazrat zaid radiyallahu ta'ala an the one who in his vision was shown the words of the adhan the kalimat of adhan he was far away from madinatul munawwara when he heard of huzur alayhi salatu wassalam's death ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam ka intiqal hua straight away he lifted up his hands he says ya ya allah there is no benefit now of these of these eyes these eyes were only useful when they could see huzur alayhi salatu wassalam's face i'd rather be blind and with such ikhlas he made that dua because he was mustajabu da'wat He was from those companions that any time whenever he lifted up his hands Allah would accept his dua any time he was mustajabu dawa not realizing of that deep love that they had subhanallah and everyone was affected by this everyone all the companions except for Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu he played a fundamental role after the demise of huzur alayhi salatu and he became blind it is said only during the time of salat when the muazzin would give azan 
then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would give him sight back, he would come to the masjid and slowly after namaz the sight would go away again. Subhanallah. This was the dua. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam's dua. Huzur alayhi salam's dua is accepted. Sahabai kiram ajma'in's dua is also accepted. The dua of a believer is also accepted. Hazrat Abu Tufel Amiri radiallahu ta'ala who was the leader of one of the Arab tribes he came to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam met him and embraced Islam on the hands of Huzur alayhi salam he said Ya Rasulullah I am going to go back to my tribe the Arabs I also want all of them to become Muslim I am the leader of the tribe I am a Muslim I want all of them to become Muslim when I go back they will ask me for one sign something that will prove that you are the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam lifted up his hands and said Ya Allah illuminate his face See? illuminate his face translation it is said that in between his two eyes there was a light shining in between his two eyes a light was shining and again that did not in any way lessen his beauty subhanallah but only increased the beauty that was with him and with the light it increased and when he went back to his tribe he said this is the mu'ajiza of huzur alayhi salatu and every single one of them became a muslim Abu Bakr Siddiq played a fundamental role no one in Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam at that time could take control of Hazrat Umar Farooq everyone became quiet Hazrat Umar Farooq was there with his sword wherever he went he took his sword out anybody who tells me that Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has passed away Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has passed away he has to deal with me first all the companions were quiet in the masjid Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala at that time was outside of Madinatul Munawwara one of his wives was living on the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara he had taken permission to go and visit her as he went there someone came on the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara to tell him what has happened when he left Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam was stable and that is why Huzur alayhi salam said to him that you can go and visit your family that is outside Medina and when he came back he saw that Umar Farooq in this trance it was only Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala who got hold of Hazrat Abu Bakr, Hazrat Umar Farooq and told him to sit down and he recited the words وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam was the mighty messenger of Allah قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلُ so many messengers came Ibrahim Khalilullah, Musa Kalimullah great prophets came أَفَإِمَّاتَوْ قُتِلًا قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ عَقَابِكُمْ وَمَنْ يَنْقَلِبْ عَلَىٰ عَقِبَيْهِ فَلَنْ يَدُرُ اللَّهَ شَيْعَىٰ وَسَيَدْزِ اللَّهُ الشَّاكِرِينَ He stood up on the member and that is the, the one ayat that he read in front of the companions and all the companions then settled down they understood and they knew the meaning of this ayat-i kareemah 
So after the demise of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, all the responsibility fell on his shoulders. He had to take care of the munafiqeen that were there with the other Arab tribes who were trying to take advantage of the death of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam and wanted to dismantle the strength of Islam. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was there right at the forefront making jihad with them. Anyone who did inkar, who refused to pay the tax or zakat, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala dispatched a group of people to make jihad with them. He had a lot of responsibility. He had to deal with the munafiqeen, the munkireen zakat. But with all the responsibility, the mu'arrikheen say, yet he did khidmat of the masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is why anyone who is connected to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he should count himself fortunate. That Allah has selected him, Allah has chosen him. Allah has chosen him. To clean the masjid, to clean the toilets. To have this natural love for the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a na'mah my respected brother. People go out Friday night, Saturday night. They go out to town. Nojawan log kahan kaha jate. Young Muslim boys are out there in the clubs doing everything that is wrong. And then you get the other youth that fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After Isha they go to sleep with the intention that inshallah they have to wake up for Fajr Salat. Isn't that the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is said that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq's khidmat was that he rebuilt the pillars of Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that had become old. In the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, he took the responsibility. All the pillars that were there, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala rebuilt them all. After the death of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and who is the second Khalifa by? Hazrat Amar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala what a man he was Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and his plan and planning was something at a much wider scale the extension was also massive he extended the masjid from all the sides except for the eastern block of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam that was untouched the eastern block the eastern block brothers who have visited Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam the eastern block of Masjid Nabi is where the rooms of the azwaj mutahharata where Bibi Fatima's room is where it connects slowly from the, the, the room uh, from the, the hujra the chamber of Hazrat Fatima to Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam's room that is the eastern block the extension again was very very big he even increased the height of the ceiling of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he added extra doors to Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam it is Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala who added the door from the uh, western side but the door was fixed on the southern block of Masjid Nabi and that door was known as Babu Salam Konsalamta? Babu Salam. What a beautiful name. Isn't it a beautiful name? Babu Salam. Subhanallah. Salamati ka darwaza. Kiska darwaza? Salamati ka darwaza. And two extra doors 
towards the Eastern Bloc that was only exclusively reserved for women. For women to go in and for women to go out. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala was extra careful when it came to Parda. Women were completely uh, separate from the, from the entrance, the area, the musalla, the prayer hall was completely different, the exit, entry, everything was different. This was done in the time of Hazrat Umar Farooq. Also the ulama say the entire wall of Masjid Nabwi was replastered. In the time of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, unbaked bricks. But in the time of Hazrat Umar Farooq, the plaster again, the material was a bit strong. The plaster was strong. Proper bricks were used to strengthen the walls of Masjid Nabwi. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One other khidmat that Hazrat Umar Farooq did was he built one chamber which was known as Batiha. What is it known as? Batiha. That was on the southern block of Masjid Nabwi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, outside of the masjid, one big room that was known as Batiha. Hazrat Umar Farooq was extra sensitive when when it came to people talking in the masjid. He disliked that. Anyone he saw talking, he personally dealt with them. He wanted silence in the masjid. Absolutely silence. You pray, you do the tilawat, you do the zikr of Allah, but no talking, no conversation. And he made this special room. He said to the, the, the Musallis that were there, the companions, that if anyone needed to talk, then he should go to the Batiha, to the chamber that, is, that Hazrat Umar Farooq made. He built there. He says, go outside and talk there. I said, Catherine, if you want to talk, then go downstairs and talk. Hazrat Umar Farooq would do the same thing. He says, go outside Masjid Nabwi and go and go inside the Batiha in that room and talk whatever you want. So if some of the companions, if they had to discuss some matters, subhanAllah, like uh, you have the houses of parliament here, where everything is negotiated. The parliament house, the main area where everything, all the mashwira would take place was Masjid Nabwi. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So if the companions needed to talk, they would go into the Batiha and talk there. But there was absolutely silence in the masjid. This khidmat was done by Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an. After the death of Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an, came the Khilafat of Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an again a grand sahabi of Huzur alayhi salam. With Hazrat Uthman, the difference was that he himself personally was a very wealthy man. Very, very wealthy man. I don't know if brothers were here in Juma. The, the wealth of Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf, they say when he passed away, the companions had to use the shovels to move the gold from one area to another area they say that they got blisters in their hands. Kitani dollar thogi? And he is from the Ashray Mubashara. Those given glad tidings of Jannat. Imagine so much wealth. 
but a grand Sahaba. That is why, my respected brothers, we should not attack the rich people. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who judges. Possibly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them the tawfiq. If Allah has given them wealth, they give charity. They give charity, they are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the examples are there. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala was a very rich sahabi as compared to Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Umar Farooq didn't have anything. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala in the early days, he was a businessman, he had a lot of wealth. But Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was of the aqeedah that nothing should be in the house. That is his aqeedah. Nothing should be in the house. So anything that came, charity. Anything that came, charity. Anything that came to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Nothing was there for him in the house. Subhanallah. But Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, he was a businessman. He had a lot of wealth. His extension was so massive, so massive much more covering than what Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq did and whatever Hazrat Umar Farooq did. He extended the masjid from the northern side, from the southern side and from the western side. All the extension was done and for the first time ever the difference was that he even pushed the wall of Qibla one saf forward. One saf forward. None of the companions did that. He pushed the, the Qibla wall one saf forward and for the first time uh, steel, loha, hadid, steel was used and they were put inside the pillars of masjid e nabwi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. A complete reconstruction of masjid e nabwi sallallahu alayhi wasallam with beautiful stones, different different stones were used to beautify masjid e nabwi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Also the mihrab, the section of mihrab was completely different. The mihrab had windows, the mihrab had, so he could see everything that was outside, whatever, however it was at that time, he could see things from the inside, outside of Masjid Nabwi, and those who were outside, they could see Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. The reason for that is the companions gave him mashwira for precautionary measure. Hazrat Umar Farooq was assassinated when the enemy was hiding behind the mihrab, behind the mimbar and behind the mihrab. He came out, it was dark, with a sword and he attacked Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala so for security reasons the companions said, said that they made mashwira that no they should be um, the mihrab should be in such a way that you can see who is on the outside of the mihrab this was something different and there is also a picture of it uh, here if anyone who, who wants to see the mihrab of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala even the Saudi government have not extended the Qibla wall. So where the Imam of Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam stands today and when he reads, when he does Imamat of Salat, that is the exact wall which was extended by Hazrat Osman radiallahu ta'ala. So even the Saudi government's extension is all at the back, not towards, not much towards the eastern block much more towards the, the southern, the western and the northern block. 
and the Qibla wall remains the same, the same, the same borderline which Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala had built in his time. That is why in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this was the Qibla. This was the Qibla. Qibla During the time of the Khilafat of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, the Qibla wall was extended one row forward. One row forward. Brothers who go to make ziyarat of Masjid Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will know that it is in that area a line, a group of people go towards that, there is a passage there that when you enter you exit that, that, that area, the, the eastern block of it and that wall is the Qibla which was done by Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala the ulama say that he himself personally was supervising everything it is said that sometimes he would even sleep in the masjid to make sure that everything in Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is perfect. The ulama say that majority of everything that was spent in Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was with the money of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala only. Subhanallah. That is why my respected brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you wealth, then spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Spend. The more you give, the more Allah gives you. The more you give, the more Allah gives you. And that is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Never fear poverty. The shaitan puts in your heart that everything will, all your wealth will go away from you. No, Allah, give in the right place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you much more. This was during the Khilafat of Sayyidina Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and Subhanallah Kyashan after the construction of Masjid extension of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam a few days later Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and was made shaheed Allahu Akbar Khulafai kiram ajmain ki tartib de Hazrat besides Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq Hazrat Umar Farooq shaheed Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala Shaheed. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala also Shaheed. All the three Khulafa Shaheed. When Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala came to the Khilafat, he did not have any need to extend anything of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam because the extension was fresh, complete during the time of Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. So he didn't do anything of the extension. After the period of Khulafai Kiram Ajma'een, then came the time of Walid bin Abdul Malik. And he had appointed Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz radiallahu ta'ala as the Amir of Madinatul Munawwara, a great Buzruk. Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz was known as Umar the Second. Umar the Second. One was Umar ibn Khattab, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and the second was known as Hazrat Umar ibn Aziz and he was the Amir of Madinatul Munawwara he took the responsibility again of the extension of Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wasallam this extension was a bit different from the extension of the Khulafai Kiram Ajma'een now for one minute if brothers can imagine this is the eastern block of Masjid Nabwi 
This is where salam is given to Huzur alayhi salatu was salam. So you enter from this side and you exit here. This is the, the rooms of the Hujra where Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Aisha and all the chambers are. This side is the southern block and this side is the western block. All the time the extension was concentrated on this area or this area or this area. Because of the Qibla wall, much extension was not done here only during the time of Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and the, the member of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was right close to the room of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. the difference between this extension and the extension of the Khulafa was that Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz radiallahu ta'ala also extended the masjid from the eastern block to make it a complete square that's amazing. to make it a complete square. Why he extended the masjid from the eastern block? Because the Khulafa didn't attend that because at that time the wives of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, their chambers were on the eastern block of the masjid. And because of their chambers, because of their rooms, they did not extend the rooms into the masjid. But later on, when the Khilafat of Walid bin Abdul Malik came, obviously it was a long time after that, Azwaj Mutaharat radiallahu ta'ala anhun, they all passed away and Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz radiallahu ta'ala an paid the price of all the chambers and gave the money to uh, the warafa, the inheritors and that those rooms were also included inside the masjid. Nothing was done about it. The room stayed like how it was during the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam but the only, the, the extension took place towards the Eastern Bloc. And for the first time in the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz, uh, the Muslimin used gold, pure gold, to beautify Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Gold was used on the ceiling and gold was used on the pillars of the Masjid. This was done during the time of Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala, Sayyidina Umar bin Abdul Aziz radiallahu ta'ala, also marbles, beautiful marbles, different colorful stones uh, were brought into Masjid Madinatul Munawwara for the building of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The ulama say the difference in this extension was that first time ever in Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam minarets were built also. So on the four corners of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam you had four, four minarets. How many minarets are there today? Eight? Eight? You think so? That's a good guess, huh? MashaAllah. We have a lot of minarets today in Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the extension again is absolutely beautiful. SubhanAllah. Malik Fahad gets the, the share, the reward, inshaAllah Ta'ala, if Allah wills. But during the time of Sayyidina Umar bin, Umar bin Abdul Aziz, the four minarets. And subhanAllah, the hikmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the history from the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam until today, it is said that Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam caught fire twice. Aag lagi masjid mein. Kitni martaba? Do Once was when the Khadim of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whose name was Abu Bakr bin Awhad 
he would stay and spend the night in the masjid his duty was to uh, he had this candle in his hand and there was a lamp inside the minaret and in the night he would light the lamp so there was light coming out in the minaret once what happened is that when he had the candle it was a big candle accidentally that candle fell down from his hand and subhanallah by then there was rugs in the masjid and there was material also around that caught fire and masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that time was burning this was the English date the year 1256 consider the year 1256 all the people of Madinatul Munawwara came outside uh, to extinguish the fire subhanallah but the fire did not come close to the to the hujra of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam the main section was all intact it was only the extension area that was completely burnt out and the second fire is connected to the minaret I said to Amare uh, Ibrahim Bai I said when we come for Fajr I see that there's light coming out from two of the minarets but there's no light in, in the two minarets here which uh, Ibrahim Bai again is a great khadim of the masjid Allah give him jazai khair subhanallah he serves the masjid he works hard in fact the entire team has contributed in the building of this masjid but there are two lights are not working and I was talking to him I said uh, in the time of the in the time after the, the when Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was built in, in the history the ulama say the masjid was only burnt twice one was with the candle of Abu Bakr bin Awhad and the second time was with uh, the natural lightning that hit the minaret and the minaret caught fire the lightning hit the minaret and the minaret caught fire and that fire was a blazing fire Allahu Akbar it is said that the Sadr Mu'azzin the head Mu'azzin Shaykh Subhanallah Shaykh Shihabuddin bin Khatib Shaykh Shihabuddin bin Khatib he was the Sadr Mu'azzin at that time he died in this fire and the fire came this time it burnt everything including also the, 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 the member and the mihrab everything was burnt down subhanallah this is the wish of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is why Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has said that fire is your enemy fire is your enemy shaitan is made out of fire inna shaitan lakum aduwun shaitan is your enemy shaitan is your enemy shaitan is made out of fire gee and fire is also your enemy so make sure when you are sleeping in the night anything that is flammable look up, make sure the gas everything is shut off even the, the boiler and everything a lot of the people leave it on uh, it is up to the individual the hukam of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is that all the fire, anything, all the flames should be extinguished. This is the hukam of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Subhanallah. And after that, alhamdulillah, until today, there is security 
and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep it that way Allahumma hafazil haramainish sharifain inshaAllah ta'ala there is much more to it perhaps maybe in the next session we can touch on the member of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the present member and the members built by the different kings and also the pillars and also the dome and the mihrab and the carpet and the garden if, if Allah will inshallah we will continue with this subject in the next session of Jumu'ah wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك من رزاك والجنة ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته أجمعين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين